Well, hey, new friends. I'm just jumping in here to say, um, I hope that you feel the same way, as in that we are trauma-exploring pals together with a similar focus on moving forward with, you know, a less fucked-up brain patterning issue and all of that relational destruction. That being said, I'm not a professional. I'm not a crisis worker. I'm just some human who talks about trauma from the inside out, which means any information you hear out of this mouth is for your own personal discrimination, just like a friend's would be. Now, hopefully take this information and work in conjunction with your trauma therapist to figure out what works for you and what's N.A., but this traumatized motherfucker podcast community and social media presence is not meant to be a replacement for trauma therapy. I'm just researching, reflecting on trauma experientially and academically, which means I assume no liability for your getting triggered, enmeshed, or offended, or any of the subsequent trauma reactions thereafter. Me and the other motherfuckers in the blanket fort are here to help to be supportive and to offer acceptance. But boundaries and realistic expectations are important for everyone in the complex trauma game. And while we're at it, my recovery is as important slash exhausting to manage to me as it probably is to you. So I always want to hear from you, your challenges, your successes, and your stories to share them with the entire crew. But please know that I can't therapize you and any crisis situations need to be addressed immediately from an appropriately trained resource. But that being said, if you're searching for personal understanding, support, and maybe some laughs about our truly fucked up brains along the way, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Traumatized Motherfuckers, and I really hope to see more of you. My name is Jess, and let's be clear. I'm just a traumatized motherfucker doing my best. Cheers, y'all. I'll see you at the show. Hey, motherfuckers. Jess here. I just wanted to get in touch and talk about what's been going on. Now, I'm not going to get all political and talk about the Black Lives Matter because I think that we all know that they do. Um, that's my stance. I don't want to get further into it than that because I am no authority on the subject. I do hope that there is a lot of change coming our way. I'll say that much. What I've been struggling with personally has been a trip back home. Um, I think most people with complex trauma would agree that it's particularly challenging to be back in your, your roots where your trauma was originally born. And, um, the scary part is that I was doing so well before I got here. Um, for a few months now, throughout the pandemic, I've actually been feeling really awesome. My anxiety has been pretty low. My depression has been non-existent. I've been extremely motivated. 
I haven't felt the stagnancy that a lot of other people have been trapped in during this time. In fact, I've been more productive than ever. I've been more creative, getting more work done with greater efficiency. I've been taking really good care of myself. I've been exercising every day. I quit smoking. I quit drinking by about 90%. I've really been feeling great. And then I packed up my shit and I went home to Illinois. Um, it's been a hard time. So almost as soon as I got here, I felt like my anxiety was spiking. And that can definitely be attributed to upsetting my routine. I know that that's a huge part of it. Also, just such a huge change in scenery when for the past, I don't know, three months, I've basically been locked inside one bedroom. It's also extremely overstimulating, I've realized, <laughs> trying to interact with other humans. I think I've always known that people and relationships have a tendency to drive me a bit batty. I get very concerned about people's expectations and get stressed out about trying to do simple things like make plans. It's hard because um, I feel like my mental health can be all over the place depending on the day and just introducing other humans to the mix with their own issues, anxieties, and traumas, um, it, it is exasperating at times, and it can upset my own mental state quite a bit. So since I've gotten back to Illinois, I've been having to work extra hard to try to keep my shit in order. The change from where I was back in my new home in Atlanta to how I'm feeling here has been pretty shocking. It's really, really difficult to realize that no matter how hard you work in your trauma recovery and mental health management in general, everything can seem like it's being taken away from you at the drop of a hat. Um, there's a lot of talk about whether or not trauma recovery is possible long-term, and this is one of the reasons why I have my own doubts. Because I can be in such a great place consistently for months, and it doesn't take very much for my system to be stimulated and to fall right back into the same patterns of being anxious and fearful and restless, just generally on high alert and feeling like I'm doing the wrong thing all the time. It worries me and for a few days it definitely 
had me freaked out that I was slipping back into a terrible place. I had a little mini breakdown, if you want to call it that, which basically I'm just saying I got emotional and vented at my mom one day for about an hour, just telling her that I was feeling activated. My whole body was uncomfortable. My brain felt like it was spinning in circles. I wasn't happy no matter what I was doing. And I didn't feel like I was in control of it. Now it's taken this long in my life, uh, 30 years for me to be able to have those conversations with my mom. She is not very mental health educated herself. And I have been the main source of any of her learning, which has really only taken place in the last year or two, while I have been a huge proponent of mental health myself. Um, I finally broke the ice with her at some point, and we came to some kind of understanding through a lot of conversations and open talks, where she doesn't exactly get it, but she doesn't respond to it in the ways that she used to. Instead of getting angry and frustrated with me or telling me that I'm being a mega bitch, which, you know, there's times that my depression and anxiety definitely make me a master cunt. I can, I can acknowledge it. But rather than jumping into the blame game and thinking that I'm trying to be a nightmare, I think these days she realizes that I have good intentions, but there are things that I'm not fully in control of still. There are pathways in my brain that just automatically light up. And there are responses that I have that are unattractive and unkind that were born from self-defense and fear growing up and frankly being in an environment where it was very normal for everyone to talk to each other with a lot of brutality. My family wasn't kind growing up and we were in constant battles with each other so I do think that she gets a lot of it now, and it's been a major help that she's been patient with me. It's been a challenging time, but I think that I'm finally getting back on the right track to some degree. When I first got here, my anxiety was so overwhelming, I felt more activated and uncomfortable in my body than I had felt in probably a year. I was just restless, unsettled, unable to focus. Normally I'm great at work. Above all else, I can throw myself into a task and hammer away at it for eight or 12 hours. And I found myself just pacing around, 
with random thoughts floating into my head from all directions. Standing in the fridge, opening and closing the doors like there was going to be some kind of answer waiting on one of the shelves. And even craving the things that I've been able to easily give up. Like suddenly, having a cigarette sounds really great. I haven't smoked in over a month, maybe more, which is the first time I can say that. I think since I was 16 years old or so, pretty significant addiction that I've had, even though I've always kept it semi under control, as in between one and five cigarettes a day. It still has been a crutch that I've relied on increasingly as I've grown older. I've had the itch to drink, to pass the time, or to quote, take the edge off which I've greatly decreased since the pandemic began. I think I cut back my drinking 90 to 95% because I just didn't like how it had become a piece of my daily life. And suddenly I was having the, the urge to grab a drink when I was feeling overwhelmed and unsettled in the afternoon. I've been kind of a dick to my loved ones. I've been snippy and challenging and I've I've had a hard time integrating everything that's been happening. I've gone through a lot of massive changes in the last year it's still it's still been about one year since my entire life exploded and i started again and then in may i kind of did the same thing all over again i left an abusive job and i walked away from a relationship that just wasn't working And on top of that, I packed all my things together and drove across the country by myself. And I don't think that my brain has fully had a chance to catch up. And then on top of it, I'm in a very stimulating environment where I don't have any of my same routines or comforts or old crutches. And so I've just kind of been floundering for a few days. Now, I, I am confident that I can bring this back to a better place. I've already been working on it and I've made enormous strides compared to how I would be doing at least. In my past, I hate to say that my normal behavior would be pretty despicable by now. Or I would have already just left and gone back to the comfort of my own environment, probably without much thinking or explanation. It would have been a frantic move where I suddenly packed up my car and left at an inappropriate time of day for driving 12 hours. I've done it a lot of times when I just get so overwhelmed that my I guess my flight response kicks in and I just have to get out of here. I've done it for 10 years now. 
and it's been kind of unsafe and scary at the times that it's happened. But instead of going down that rabbit hole, instead of letting my anxiety go crazy, instead of double fisting drinks and hiding from my mom or trying to escape by locking myself in the basement for mini mental breakdowns every day, instead of staring at my phone or trying to busy myself 24-7 with work that isn't important or with seeing people as a form of distraction. I'm trying something new. I'm doing the thing that I know helps me the most and feels the most terrifying in these circumstances. I'm leaning into the things that make me uncomfortable I'm trying to sit with them. I'm reasoning through them. I'm feeling the terrible feelings. I'm watching the anxiety in my body. I'm digging around in the depression that's coming up here and there. And I'm giving myself the time and space to feel everything. I'm doubling down on my practices that I know are helpful, at least as much as I can. I have to admit that I've been having periods of manic work where I feel like enough is never enough. And when I look up from my computer, six hours have gone by and my head feels like it's a mess again. But I'm doing my best to stay away from that activity. Instead, to spend time outdoors. I don't have the same beautiful nature around me that I'm accustomed to back in Atlanta where <laughs> the city is carved into trees and there are nature preserves within 10 minutes of my home in several directions. Up here, it's a lot more desolate and it's hard to find the same quality of nature that I'm looking for. But I'm finding that even just sitting outside and forcing myself to have quiet moments where I listen to the birds and the couple of trees rustling and looking at the sky and hearing the neighborhood bustling, even that is a bit meditative and grounding for me. It pulls my head out from that dangerous place and it keeps me in a more settled position. I don't have my same exercise options, so I feel like I'm a little bit stir crazy, but I'm still doing my best to get out every morning and take a walk or a jog through the neighborhood, which is tiny. It's not at all large enough. It's about two blocks for me to circle several times. And I feel the stares of the neighbors as I'm walking or huffing down the road. And that is very upsetting for someone with social anxiety 
but it's better than nothing. I'm going to find more naturey places to go where I can feel safe enough to go alone. But first I'm going to get some of my anxiety under control before introducing a whole new thing to worry about. I've been writing a great deal, but also taking days to do absolutely no writing. I've been focusing on my artwork in a lot of ways, creating new pieces. I just finished something for my brother yesterday because today is his motherfucking five years sobriety from heroin addiction. <laughs> I'm sorry. That made me a little emotional. I'm so proud of him. So I wanted to make something for him. And I've also been putting more of my artwork on there on Instagram. I started up my old independent artist Instagram and I've been sharing there. I also have started converting some of my, I guess, favorite prints or pieces so far into um, physical pieces that you can order online through dropship printing services. And I write when I feel that the intention is correct instead of pushing myself to do it as another form of escapism. Everything has been really overwhelming and challenging, but I've been keeping my head on relatively straight. I haven't sunk into my old bad habits. I've had some drinks here and there. My mom and I have been having a glass of wine at night while we watch Rachel Maddow which, whew, oh, the news streaming in the background 24-7, that is a whole other area of challenge for me as someone who stringently stays away from all news because it is so triggering. I guess the difference being this time that it is extremely exciting out in the world, at least hoping that these massive protests are going to lead to actual change. Everything feels activated and everything feels like it's full of possibility. So we've been enjoying that together in a way that we've never bonded before. I've had a challenging week so far, but I'm really happy that I've been able to be here and experience this. I feel like it's another challenge, maybe the next challenge in my personal recovery journey. I've done well on my own. I've survived the isolation swimmingly, honestly. And now it's time to be re-immersed in the biggest challenges, being back home, interacting with humans, and having a complete disruption of the rigid routines that have been keeping me sane. Will I be able to keep my recovery mindset on track? Or am I going to slip backwards into feeling hopeless and helpless and scared all the time? I have to say, I think that it's going to be the first option. 
there were some really scary days where I didn't feel that way, where I started freaking out and thinking I needed to start applying for random jobs. I needed to quit everything I had been working towards. My fucked up, nasty inner critic started telling me that everything I was doing was a waste of time and that I'm a waste of time and that everything is a waste. And I had to kind of heed my own advice and trust that that's just an old pattern in my head re-emerging because of similar stimulus and similar fears that I've always had in my past. That I need to stay focused and believe that there are good things coming my way and believe that I can bring those things to myself by staying on track and staying authentic and sticking with my fucking project rather than getting defeated I need to just keep my eye on the prize to continue talking to people both in person like my mom and my friends and through the internet through various support networks like Reddit or even the one that I am creating at Traumatized Motherfuckers. Probably the best thing that I can do right now is to just be clear about where I'm at and this tumble that I've taken in my mental health and what I'm trying to do to keep myself from sinking too deep because like an A lot of traumatized motherfuckers probably know once you fall into that same traumatized mindset, it can take months or years to get back out. Once you're convinced that the world is terrifying and not a place that you're meant to be in and that everything you're going to try to do is futile and that everyone is better than you and everyone knows it, that's when you give up. And that's when you start living a life that you hate. And that's when you get trapped. And motherfuckers, I've worked too hard on my freedom in the past couple of years to be back in that fucking prison ever again. It's been a challenge, and I think that this traumatized brain that I have always will be a challenge. I can probably count on that. So solidifying my routines and staying transparent and keeping myself away from complete isolation, I think those are the best things that I can do. And I hope that seeing some of it might help somebody else. Or at least hearing that I can be a complete nut job from one day to the next. Simply by changing my environment, my personal stresses, and the stimuli around me. That has to be important knowledge for somebody. I know that it would have been important knowledge for me. Even to this day, hearing that somebody else is going through the same thing right now would make me 
feel justified somehow, I guess. So I'm gonna keep putting it out there. I'm working on a new series right now that I wasn't planning on doing. Um, I'll be having a new blog series come out live from my personal hell. I'm back in my childhood trauma roots. And I'm going to be detailing all of the things that I try to do to get myself back on track. Because motherfucker, I've been doing way too good for this to sink me now. I won't be held back. I won't get off course. I won't abandon my projects, which means I won't abandon you guys. And I won't abandon myself. All right, that's my cheesy message for the day and my confession about where I've been physically and mentally. I hope that everybody out there is doing okay. And I hope that we see some major changes coming from everything that's going on in the world. It's at least one thing to look forward to. I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. If you have anything to say, you can always email the link in the bio. I'd love to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. Later, fuckers. You think it's showing moments? We can't do anything. The fucking joke is we're winning when you blow.